And you are listening to FOW Live here on the Fans of Wrestling podcast, uh, the Fans of Wrestling radio network on Podbean. I am Patrick, your host. With me, Danny Dangerous. Uh, we're waiting. The most stupendous uh, two-night extravaganza ever, WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania week is upon us. And, uh, of course, uh, kicked off by WrestleMania Raw last night, which uh, featured a lot of the superstars we'll be seeing uh, this weekend. Uh, but, you know, Monday Night Raw, not so bad on the U.S. Topping uh, all other cable shows uh, as we're preparing. You know, we're fully we're there. We have arrived uh, you know the road is uh, is you know you know we've come to the end of the road and here we are WrestleMania in Dallas in only five days. It is almost here once again, and uh, somebody pointed out to me on social media that this was the first year uh, since 2019 that fans were in attendance for the go home show of Raw. Um, as you know, the pandemic hit in 2020 in approximately February, and that's when everything, you know, WWE was still making shows, but they were doing them in the, the Thunderdome as, as they called it. And, uh, so it's good to, to be back and feel that energy and excitement from the fans once again, <coughs> leading into, of course, WrestleMania, the show of shows, etc. Yeah. Uh, lots, lots to uh, talk about uh, when it comes to WrestleMania. Just, uh, and, you know, so much just to, to, to talk. Uh, you know, we'll we'll break down the the matches. Uh, of course, make our predictions, and you know, just uh, see. I mean, th- there's a hundred gazillion, t- you know, shows happening on WrestleMania week. Uh, I think I, I'm not sure there were any hit today, but the majority, the vast of them, will start out tomorrow. Of course, uh, you know we're gonna have Wrestle Super Show on Thursday. Joey Janela again, two nights of Spring Break. GCW with all of the other shows that they're having, as it's WrestleCon and all the local Texas shows. Uh, around the area, and oh, the first ever Tony Khan presents Ring of Honor Superstar. I mean, Super uh, the Super Card of Honor. Um, yeah, T- TK for the masses. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for the show, but at the same time, I'm kind of not. I know it's kind of a tra- you know they they it was touted as kind of a transition show, you know of of moving Ring of Honor from from the Sinclair era from what it was into what it will now become uh, under the the all elite banner I guess. <laughs> so it's I'm I'm kind like I said I'm excited but at the same time I'm very hesitant to see how things will be, you know, I'm, I'm already kind of predicting that it's just going to be, uh, an all elite kind of wash of the show. 
anybody signed to All Elite or looking to be, you know, or, or planned to be signed will win. Anybody who is not will be, you know, kind of ousted. Um, you know, I'm already fearing that the Briscoes are essentially going to lose to FTR and then they won't be seen in Ring of Honor again. Um, fearing that... You know, Deanna Perrazzo will essentially just be stripped of her championship, and that interim title will just become the new title for Ring of Honor. Um, you know, uh, I mean, because they said that, you know, Deanna couldn't be there because of scheduling conflicts, but the Briscoes are going to be wrestling at the Impact Multiverse show and Supercard of Honor. I w- you would think Deanna would be able to do the same unless it's because of her, her Impact contract, maybe. Um, that she's not there to, uh, or not able to be at that show also, um, where the Briscoes are free of contracts at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's only there's six matches announced, a couple talent that were earlier announced as, you know, who will be appearing but haven't had an official match announced yet, um, like Joe Hendry and Ninja Mac. Um so we'll see. Like like you mentioned before, at one point, uh, Patrick, I assume the show will open with Tony Khan in the ring, um, signaling an era, you know, his his new era of Ring of Honor, and have a couple announcements to make, etc. Um, you know, so I joined. I you know I had I was had been following Ring of Honor, you know. I would say at least half of last year, if not a little bit longer, um, watching their weekly show just through their website and YouTube and stuff. And then, you know, once I found out that they were kind of going on hiatus and, and releasing contracts and all that, I went ahead and signed up for the honor club, um, you know, to be able to watch final battle. And, you know, now I'm still an honor club member. I've been watching the show weekly and, um, you know, whatever content they're able to provide. And, I will be watching Supercard, but based on kind of how Supercard goes will depend on if I decide to continue, um, you know, giving them that that monthly uh, monetary benefit or whether I'm just going to kind of, you know, do kind of like I do AEW and that's just kind of support with with some of my viewership here and there and kind of keep and follow. But if it's essentially just going to become, you know, AEW Dark, uh, then it's it's yeah it's not the Ring of Honor that I want to I want to be supporting financially. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so here's the super card card for Super Card of Honor. Um, Jonathan Gresham uh, versus Bandido uh, in a winner takes all match for the ROH World Championship, of course. Uh, John, Jonathan Gresham is the lineal champion, but these are the actual champion. Yeah, um, uh, neither of which are signed to All Elite as of as of this recording. Yeah. Although I have heard they've been, you know, there's been interest with with Gresham, but I don't know if there's uh, if he's interested in signing a contract with them or not. So we shall see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, the Briscoe Brothers uh, facing off against FTR uh, in a match for the ROH World Tag Team Titles. Uh, Shane Strickland versus Alex Zane. Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty. 
Josh Woods will be defending the ROH Pure Championship against Willie Utah. And as you mentioned, Danny, Mercedes Martinez versus Julio Nangal for the interim Ring of Honor Women's World title. Yeah, I, I still find it a little silly that they're doing an interim. Um, but, you know, I guess that's a way to uh, get a championship that they can hold and, and take everywhere without having to bring in the impact, somebody who's contracted impact to use. Um, also, it was reminded to me earlier by Eric, who's sitting in the live studio but has yet to jump on the, the phone lines right now. Um that uh, they did, All Elite did do an interim championship for the TNT title because Cody was unable to appear for one week. So they had a, so the, the one week that he was not there, they had an interim championship match, and then the following week when Cody was there, they had the unification match. So I guess it shouldn't surprise me that doing an interim when they take interim, so frivolously, you know, you would think that you could just do a match between Mercedes and Willow. Winner is the number one contender of the ROH Women's Championship, and that would be enough. Um, but, you know, that's where it makes me think that maybe there's something else going on, that they're looking to, you know, to tout this and have this around, and then, you know, either bring Deanna in on a on a episode of Dynamite or something, or the first episode of the new ROH Dark to have her lose that to to Mercedes or Willow. Mercedes is contracted. Willow has fe- been featured on Dark Sun, so they could be looking to contract her up. Um, but, you know, yeah, since Deanna's impact contracted, I, I guess that they don't, you know, they would want her to have that championship um, because they, they probably can't use her on their TV without, you know, going through impact. and They don't have full control over her as somebody else does. Um, so I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they either stripped her or just went ahead and said, you know, on the live event that whoever wins the interim is, is no longer interim is the official, you know, TK era ROH, uh, women's champion. Yeah. Eric, now that you finally have arrived, your thoughts on Tony Contrasent, Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor. Um, honestly, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I don't have high hopes for it because I feel like it's just going to turn into dark 2.0, but I mean, I've been surprised before. I guess I can be surprised again. Who knows? When it comes to Tony Khan's percents, ring of honor, super card of honor, yeah, because it's funny the way I say it that way. Yeah, no, it's it is. Um, uh, to me, the most exciting part about the whole thing with our age, it's really it's first ever Hall of Fame. Um, with all the AEW guys. (laughs) True, (laughs) uh, but still, you know, at least the right guys. They just happen to all be most of them happen to be signed by by. No, all elite. But I, well, mean, I, mean, that, that I think the Hall of Fame was done 
independently of TK's ownership. They started that before he purchased it. Oh yeah, this for sure. You know the pe- the people who were still at the hand in charge of of you know Ring of Honor and the ones who were there kind of working as management. Um, but yeah, it it is coincidental that a couple of you know that a couple of them do work there. But I mean Samoa Joe does not. The Briscoes do not. Uh, Gary he does not work for uh, for Tony Khan. And you yeah. made a good point, Danger, about Diana. Like, I didn't think about it when we were talking about it earlier. It's the fact that essentially, since she's under Impact contract, they don't, they can't really necessarily tell her what she can and can't do. Yeah, it has to go through Impact as well. Yeah, they can't just say show up one time and lose your belt. Impact will be, ah, I don't know. You know, we got to have, you know, we can't have you just crushing one of our top superstars on your TV. You know, we got to, you know, there's got to be more to it in this, et cetera, et cetera. And we've already seen how good that partnership worked out once. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny Omega came to, uh, you know, Impact pay-per-view and just destroyed one of their top stars and took the belt. And then treated it. And And then just have somebody else carry it around most of the time. Yep. He didn't even lose yep. it on an Impact event. Chris, he lost it to Christian on an AEW event. And then Christian had to go to an Impact event to lose it. Which I'm sure Christian was more than happy to do, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, Chris, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, Christian pro- understands and realizes that he owes the his ability to be a main event player now to his time at Impact. Because yeah. had he stayed at WWE the same way he was, you know, it was obvious they didn't want him as that main event level guy. Yeah. And so he wasn't going to get that treatment, and he went to Impact, and he got that treatment. And then when he came back to WWE, he had raised his own stock, you know, and that's where he, you know, he was able to get, you know, eventually his his world title run and his feud with, uh, um, you know, with Orton that was so good and so highly received, um, you know, and and all that stuff, yeah. And so, yeah, Christian probably, and again, understands what it is and all this, but yeah, he, you know. And Kenny might to an extent, but they obviously the booking wasn't going to let him just you know be treated so poorly. And I I could be misremembering, but didn't um, didn't Kenny pretty much say he's not dropping the AAA title the same way, or was that Tony Khan saying that? I don't remember anything about that specifically. Um, I do remember that you know at Triple Mania he was not supposed to have. The original plan was not for Kenny to retain, um, but then then plans changed, and I don't know to whom and why they changed. But that was you know uh, where where Kenny retained and kept that championship. Yeah. So as far as that's concerned, uh, Kenny was ready to lose the belt. He was okay. ready to lose it, but TK. Yeah, yeah. Okay. my top guy losing on your pay per view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't a Kenny thing. It's probably a, a con thing. A con business thing, yeah. Which I guess to an yeah. extent makes sense. How long enough that he understands the give and the take of professional wrestling business, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty much, I mean, he's. He's been in just about every position in, that you can be in within a company throughout his tenure, you know. So, so yeah, I would hope that he has a better, he has a good understanding of, of the way business works. 
but it's you know the the be- the best Booker of the year, um, you know, calling his shots for them. Fair. Yeah. I mean, think about it. This is a guy who reportedly nixed Daniel Bryan taking an indie booking in a territory that uh, AEW has yet to appear in because he wants Bryan to first be there at with AEW. So. Well, something that that Eric and I made notice of at WrestleCade, um, and I continue to make notice of at you know every time I've watched a, a video of an indie show, or you know when Eric and I went to uh, the Zicky Dice show, anytime an all elite talent is booked on an independent show, they win. They win the match. They do not lose, and also coincidentally, they do not win. With their uh, television televised um, established finisher, yep. yep, they win with a roll up or a secondary move or something. Um, and yeah, so every single you know since we noticed it in November at WrestleCade, I've been paying more attention. And yeah, every promotion I've come across and everything I've seen, the uh, AEW talent does not lose. And they do not win with their established finishers, so that has to be something to do with the Booker too. You know, I can't have my my big stars out here losing to your minor league guys. Yeah, it's weird, but you, you know, I've been taking note of that too because even when I was watching Terminus, none of the AEW talent lost, and they never won with their stuff. Like Lethal didn't win with Lethal Injection or any of that. Yeah, it's like they want you not only pay to see the big moves too. On you all have to do it. At, yeah, you can only see yeah. it if we do it at AEW. And they're only going like seventy percent, as opposed to how yeah. they go on all. Yeah. And I understand that you don't want your talent injured, exactly. you know, but you want that seasoning. But at the same time, for the fans who pay to go, you know, to go see an independent event to see this talent specifically, you're not getting their full the full thing that they can give. But yeah, let's not forget the um, the, the name the Briscoes, Brian Danielson, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, and the Legacy Wing. Which, I mean, they're all Legacy members, but it's whatever. Uh, Kerry Shulkin. The um, Legacy Legacy is supposed to be for people who've made contributions. Yeah, outside the ring. And they said, going forward, if the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame continues, it will be named the Kerry Silken Legacy Award going forward. Um, so yeah, so they're all, like you said, they're all legacies. They're all not with ROH, but essentially that's why they're in the Hall of Fame because they're not with that promotion. You know, where WWE will have Hall of Famers wrestle on a semi-regular basis. You're not going to have a Hall of Famer for Major League Baseball go jump on the starting line for the team this year. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> All right. So yeah. TK, do your thing. Um, but I'll be there. I mean, but yeah. To be honest, though, when I got my tickets, it was not owned by TK yet. So most people were, and and to to my understanding, that event still has yet to sell out. 
<laughs> well, you know, I don't think anybody's accused uh, TK of being a sellout. Uh, yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. well, I guess, he, I guess he has. He's a nerd. So, yeah. We hate him. Um, all right. Uh, let's uh, shift gears real quick. Um, because I know this is the this is the uh, segment that Eric looks forward to the most every every two weeks. The New Japan Cup came to an end. The semifinals of Kata versus Nito and Sakuragi versus Shingo. My gosh, two fantastic matches um, on the on the court. I don't know about you, Danny, but my favorite lesson of the two uh, was Sack Saber Jr. and Shingo. Uh, yes. Cup of each other with Sack Saber, basically, uh, with the stoppage winner, winning with that awesome armbar. No. no, it was the it was the rear naked right. choke. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Right. It, he, he, the, armbar. the armbar catch is so cool, too. Yeah. Um, to me, this this was the last moment of that match was completely amazing. Shingo's in the choke. He's trying to fight it. He can't throw Zach off, so he climbs the ropes and just throws himself back. Zach breaks the hold for a couple seconds and snaps it back on before Shingo can move out of the way. Shingo's there trying to climb around, trying to get to the ropes or something, and he holds still for a few seconds and then just literally just falls like a sack of potatoes. And as soon as he does that, the ref knows he's out and stops the match. Amazing, amazing match. I knew it would be. That's some of my, you know, some of my favorite type of matches. Shingo's power and speed mixed against somebody of a different style. You know, a, a technical person who's going to try to submit him and break and wear him down. Um, amazing matchup. Fantastic win for Zach. Um you know, but of those four guys, I mean, any of them advancing to the finals would have would have made any of the fans happy. But it, it was rare for Zach too because you know he's lived there in in Japan since the pandemic started, um, and so he's kind of become more ingrained in the Japanese culture. And you know, with Suzuki Goon kind of turning kind of tweener face. Uh, Zach now has a lot more support of the crowd than he ever has before in his time with uh, with New Japan because he's you know they they're starting to see him as kind of one of their own. He's learning the language, he's living there, he's embracing the culture more, um, you know, and he's not out outright being a rule breaker. You know, he has kind of a smug attitude, but he he for the most part plays within the rules at least as as much as any face or tweener in New Japan does. Um, so yeah, so I'll, although they probably would have preferred Shingo to win, it seemed that the crowd was very happy for Zach to win as well. Yeah, and on the on the other side, you know, you say never kind of never bet against the rainmaker, but um, yeah, Naito, you know, doing Naito things. He wins another match with a uh, a, a cradling pin. He did not win a single match going to the finals with Destino. Uh, did not even really hit Destino proper. I think he hit, you know, the running variation once or twice. But every match he won with with a kind of rolling cradle, a different type of rolling cradle pin. And he did the same on the Rainmaker. And uh, the first time the Rainmaker's been pinned since uh, the G1. So it's been six, seven months since the Rainmaker's been pinned in a match. 
So leading into the finals, whether Naito would win or not, he would basically have a claim at that championship as well. Yeah. And that leads us to a final, almost 25 minutes. Uh, and, man, great match. Zack Sabre standing tall, uh, you know, showing respect for Naito being, uh, uh, you know, becoming the, the winner uh, of the New Japan Cup. And, you know, he will meet the Rainmaker. Yeah. As of now, the match is already set um, for April 9th. Uh, it'll be Rainmaker versus uh, versus Zack Sabre Jr. So this is Zack's second time winning the New Japan Cup. He won it in 2018. But this is the largest field that they've had for the New Japan Cup since its inception back in 2012. Um, to have 48 men originally start, although two of them had to had to forfeit and bow out due to injury before their matches even happened. Um, it was still a field of 48 starting out. Um, so they had the most matches they had to win in order to become the new Japan cup winner. Uh, but a really great tournament, a lot of great stories in there. Um, you know, and the, the undercard matches also set up a lot of great things as well. Um, you know, that, that final night of the cup, we saw a whole lot of things set up for, you know, what, what would be coming in new Japan in the future. And, you know, on April 9th, we have six title matches on that night, all of which had been set up um, throughout the New Japan Cup and the New Japan Cup series this month. Uh, you know, so there it's the 50th anniversary and they're they're working hard to try to bring bring some really good stuff. You know, every every show, every series um, and just keep that powerful momentum going as more fans come into each building. You know, every time they go somewhere. COVID restrictions are loosening up and loosening up and they're getting more and more fans uh, in the building. And you're starting to see that and reflect that in, in the energy in those places and, and within the people and how that translates to, to the wrestlers and, and their wrestling ability. Um, you know, so it's, it's really, it's really, really good, really, really strong, uh, really good stuff. And, you know, I've been telling people for years if you're if you don't believe that Zack Saber Jr. is uh, you know the best technical wrestler in the world, if not one of the best professional wrestlers in the world, then you obviously are not watching enough Zack Saber Jr. Um, yeah. And he can yeah. prove that throughout this entire tournament. Um, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Against very different opponents, um, you know his yeah. his first opponent was a young lion, uh, then a junior heavyweight who was his stablemate. Um, you know, he would go to fight the great Okan, um, you know, and also another good match, another great match against Shingo and then against Naito. Um, and then you look back at his year, and his ta- you know, his tag team with Taichi as, you know, dangerous techers and um, over just, you know, the last couple of years, um, the the quality of work that Zach has been putting on. And, you know, we've, we've been fans of his for a long time. You know, he was here in Atlanta, hell six years ago seven years ago mm-hmm. we with carolina to see him even before then um i think that was back in 2016 uh, maybe 2016 um so we've been following him for a lot of years and and it's just you know i mean the guy the guy keeps getting better he understands more of wrestling and storytelling um, you know, as as he's progressed throughout his career as well, 
Um, so yeah, if if you don't if you're not in agreement that Zack Saber Jr. is one of the best uh, in the world, then it's obvious that you're not watching enough Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, for sure. So with all this going on and the, the great big Peter Zack Saber Jr. Eric, what say you? Really, Eric? Uh, probably turned us on mute and isn't even paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I was muted. Okay. All right. Let me ask the question again. With all that just transpired in the music pan club, what do you have to say? Um, I just lost to Finn Balor on two K twenty two. That count? No, no, you have one line, and it actually would make sense in this instance. Tremendously applies in this instance more than it has in a long time. Did ever? Um, too sweet. Whoop whoop. Okay, fine. One, one more. Time. You can do this. You can do this. Tax Savage Junior wins the New Japan Cup. Eric, what say you? What's the New Japan Cup? Why are you a nerd? I know. Listen, you can do we it. give you a spot and you blow it intentionally. Yeah, okay, that's all being a jerk. It's, it's a great setup when a member, a prominent member of Suzuki Gun, wins the New Japan Cup. You say the line. All right. Nah, well, we're not going to win this battle. <laughs> All right, so moving back on. Let's, let's 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 get to it. It is now time for us to focus on the granddaddy of them all, for the last arcade, um, the most stupendous show uh, of all times. It is our WrestleMania preview as we are uh, on WrestleMania week and it is upon us. We are here, um, you know, and the state of Pennsylvania got to acknowledge uh, the uh, the tribal chief at the head of the table on Monday Night Raw or as they deemed it, WrestleMania Raw. Because, you know, the USA Network we just let them call SmackDown, WrestleMania SmackDown. They needed to get a piece of WrestleMania as well. Even though yeah. it, it is rumored that we're going to get the old Raw after Mania feel back next week. Um, the word is that they're planning a, you know, a, a, a okay, big show. No pun intended. Um, you're gonna get some adrenaline in our soul. I, I, I think I, you know, I think they're gonna try to bring it back to you know the old excitement, the returns or whatever, surprises that we haven't experienced in a while. Finally, finally, after months and months and months, Veer will be here for us all to enjoy. Unless we're told he's not, you know, it's like, hey, sorry, fake news. Uh, but yes, He's here to get traded to SmackDown and then get six more months of vignettes. 
But first, this Friday night, we get WrestleMania SmackDown, which will be featured by by the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, um, and also a Super Threat match for the uh, this is the this is the United States Championship. I can't remember. See that they're both intertwined. Uh, it could have been either one as uh, Finn Balor. No, wait. Ricochet. I can't even keep track of who has which title. He's uh, defending uh, against the, the Lothario. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, but more important than that, um, we are going to also see the Hall of Fame class of 2022 uh, be enshrined on Friday night. Uh, of course, your headliner, The Undertaker, who will be inducted by Vince McMahon. Are we sure uh, that Queen Charmel's not the headliner? Yes. Uh, the late great Big Van Vader, who Nikki Bella can't wait to hear from, um, yeah. um, will be inducted by Mick Foley. Um, I think talking about that, that was kind of the, the one one of the few people that would really make sense for Big Van Vader. Would of course, be Nick. of course. I mean, why not? He took his ear after all. Yeah. Um, Queen Charmel will be inducted by King Booker. I mean, it, it wouldn't be right in the other way. Yeah. Um, announced uh, this week, the Steiner Brothers will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, not, not, not sure who. I mean, Braun Breaker seems like, like it would be a an option. Um, All I know is that fans are very excited for the prospect of a Scott Steiner acceptance speech. Getting Scott Steiner live mic. The fans have been waiting a long time. This this is questionable as you know, it's like, you know, yeah, Scott Steiner, you know, a wild card and, you know, they were waiting on his you know, agreement that he'll join the, the Hall of Fame is, you know, he, he and WWE don't always get along, so. But, yeah. They, I'm just saying are, in a normal Hall of Fame acceptance, you got about a 33 and a 30% chance to be interrupted. Yeah. But this ain't no normal Hall of Fame, and he ain't no normal man. Nope. And the Warrior Award will be presented to also the late, great Shad Gaspar. He'll be presented by Dana Warrior. Of course, uh, this is one that the people in the wrestling community and wrestlers alike have been calling for ever since uh, Shad, uh, you know, gave his life to save his son as in a, in a incident. I think it was a late incident when they were drowning they were in the air. Air. There's a yeah, riptide. Yeah, yeah. Half yeah. So, yeah. Shout of course. Uh, also, a one former half of Prime Time, which was always entertaining. 
Training show. Uh, but yeah, Shaq passed away like, two years ago. Uh, but yeah, so glad to see uh, him getting recognized here. And as we are, yeah, honoring the class of 2022. And yeah, I mean, not, not the largest class, but I'm assuming it's going to be a shorter. Shorter night with shorter speeches. Maybe. You never know. Some of these folks can get long winded. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be cool. Uh, so yeah, so we get two Hall of Fame in one week. That's, that's great. Uh, now, Saturday afternoon. Before WrestleMania begins, we will stand and deliver as NXT uh, will have not your standard five, but seven matches. Um, actually, you know, it's six matches on the card, but in the eighth match, uh, I think uh, the pre-show match, uh, as your pre-show, the toxic attraction will be defending the NFC Women's Championship against Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And let's see, what else we have here? Uh, in no particular order, uh, LA Knight versus Gunther. Uh, in, so, LA Knight, rest in peace. Uh, Imperium will be defending. Uh, actually, you know, you know what? Let's let's go ahead and do our predictions. What, what am I even thinking? Yeah, LA Knight and Gunther. Yeah, I think you pretty much had that right. LA Knight is going to say good night and have his uh, his chest cavity caved in. Yeah. Yeah. And and that is a effective life. I don't know what he was thinking, but you know, maybe that was the problem. He's he's a dummy, yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely. Um. All right. Uh, Imperium defending the tag team championship against the Creed Brothers and MSK. Um. Diamond Mind. Yeah, I would like to see the Creed brothers uh, get the tag belts. They won the Dusty. They won the Dusty Cup. They, you know, would think that they have strong momentum moving forward, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, yeah, Diamond Mine forever. Yeah, I, I, I do feel like yeah, win, winning the uh, cup and this will get into the next tier. I think MSK. It, it's, it's ready to just go in into the next step, which coming to the Fed, to the main roster. They're they're ready. Um, so I like to see the Creed brothers spend some more time down in the PC or you know what you would call it, uh, full sale a little longer. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Now in a change here. Ishirai and Kaylee Ray won the Dusty Classic and they would have earned 
a NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match. But of course, they, as we found out, they opted for a to be inserted into the women's uh, match with Mandy Rose's title. So it'll be a fatal four-way. Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade versus Io Shirai versus Kaylee Ray for the NXT Women's Championship. And I think here, Mandy Rose will retain. Yeah, Mandy yeah, I, yeah, I think Mandy tries to find a way to... Um, you know, basically let the other three beat the shit out of each other and her kind of sneak in and take the win. But yeah, I was I was unaware that you could uh, win a tag team tournament and, and opt for a singles championship opportunity, but, you know, it's an XT 2.0, baby. Independent spot. Yeah. It's, it's all, you know, new rules. It's a new era. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo. D'Angelo wins. I hope Ciampa beats his ass. Ciampa's on the way out. Ciampa's already said this is his last match in NXT. Doesn't mean he has to lose it, though. Sure you do. You gotta lose to leave the territory. That's how it works. Put over the young guy on your way out. Alright, next up, uh, in a fatal five-way for the NXT North American Championship, uh, which of course the final member, the final participant uh, and that's tonight after his tough win in the main event of NXT 2.0. Carmelo Hayes will be defending versus Santos Escobar, Solo Isikoa, Grayson Walker, and Cameron Grimes. Uh, a lot of good talent in that match. Yeah. Um, hmm. I would like to see Santos Escobar win. Um, don't know if he will, but that that would be my my choice to win it. Uh, I gotta, I gotta say, Mello don't miss, so uh, we're retaining that title. Yeah, um, I am going with Solo Sikor here because you know, he may not be one of the ones right now, but you know, he's related to the Rock. When you relate to the Rock, you go over, brother. Well, we we seem to until until till, uh, we heard a little story called Maya Jack. Yeah, well, you know, for that she's adopted. They're all kind of adopted, though. <clears throat> and what should be here main event of the evening? Dolph Ziggler defends the NXT Championship versus Braun Breaker. I think Dolph retains because it seems that 
the main roster has plans for, for Braun Breaker already. I mean, it's just too damn bad. He's too damn good. Uh, sorry about it, uh, Braun, but uh, still not your title. You know what? I, I was going to go with Braun, but you just changed my mind. Yeah. I'll go with Dolph Ziggler. It's about time that man got some shine somewhere, even if it is on NXT. Hey, I mean, he, he was the WC, the, 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 the World Heavyweight Champion for like a digit. Yeah, like 20 years ago at this point. Still, you know. Dude's still constantly night in and night out one of the best performers on the roster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In a heartbeat. Um, all right. So yeah, so that is stand and deliver. Uh, airing this Saturday afternoon, one p.m. Eastern, live on Peacock in the United States. Available on the network elsewhere, and I don't know who does what. What the Canadians use these days? So you can. They have the WWE. They have the WWE Network still, yeah. Do they? Well, I know that they were using like a a proper channel before through Rogers. So okay, I'm not sure if they're still doing that or they're actually on the network proper. But whatever, it's Canadians. They can figure it out themselves. They don't pay for insurance. Um. All right. So before we get to the two nights, the two stupendous nights of WrestleMania. Uh, let's talk real quick about the news that were announced. Since, you know, I was talking about a heartbeat a second ago. Uh, Triple H announced uh, on ESPN Plus, ESPN Plus, uh, his official retirement from pro wrestling. And, you know, the heart issue that he encountered, I think, well, early that this year or last year. Um, have basically uh, caused him to have to retire. And this isn't something that, oh, in two or three years he can overcome and come back. No, they like, I mean, literally, he's uh, one, you know, a heartbeat away from, you know, what it could be of, you know, dying if, if he was to kill himself, apparently. And he was close. Uh, and due to uh, heart issues that are apparently passed down that generation his family, and yeah, he didn't realize yeah. that he also had it. But uh, <coughs> man, Triple H, the game, what a wrestling career! Yeah, he'll he'll be back. He's gonna answer Seth's uh, challenge. It's all the work, brother. Never believe anything you hear. I'm I'm pretty positive that this is legit. Like, I mean, I I know that that we we you can never say never in the World Wrestling Federation, but I'm pretty sure that this is this is 
going to be the end of Triple H, unfortunately, in professional wrestling, in a wrestling capacity. Could be wrong, but I don't think so. If it is, what team do we expect them to use going forward? King of Kings. Because didn't he, right, well, didn't he use King of Kings whenever he came in as a wrestler, but he used the game as as an executive? You got that flip-flop? Yeah. Yeah, King of Kings was the authority team. Oh, okay. Yeah, see? It's been a hot minute since we've seen him. I haven't seen him, well, I don't think, since WrestleMania 34. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I mean, we of, lost. Of all, of all of us, Mika has to be the saddest about all this. So she's the biggest Triple H fan. She never gets to play the game. I know, she never will. Yeah. The game played her. Um, but yes, I mean, but if this is, I mean, I, I cannot imagine Triple H being, you know, dealing, talking about something this serious and, and being a host. I, I got to think that this, this is real, uh, that story. And, but if it is, man, what a career. Um, you know, he started as terrorizing, and he went from terrorizing to terrorizing us. Um, but yeah, uh, the the last twenty plus years, uh, since around nineteen ninety nine, when he broke out of his own, uh, and then just became the game and took over, and really was like the main consistent heel throughout. The or the last twenty plus years is just you know becoming a main event, uh, WrestleMania attraction each year. We'll definitely miss that as well. Uh, we can forget that Saudi Arabia tag team match that never happened. Um, but yeah, what a career, you know and. He he's he's doing well for himself. So Yeah, I mean kids done all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should be off the threats, using his political power to force himself into the main event and you know, make everybody believe he was one of the best in the world when when he had no right being up there, but you know, I guess he was the consistent. Everybody else was coming and going and getting hurt and they needed somebody and he was there. And then he married his boss daughter and Made sure he'd always have a place at the top in this industry. I mean, he was good. He definitely, who, like, and, and anytime that somebody does the Reign of Terror uh, speech, who who should have beat him in 2003? What's the Reign of Terror speech? The whole Triple H held the title for three years and do, 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 do and. Who should have beat him? He was clearly the top guy on Monday Night Raw. Well, that's what I'm saying. There was nobody else, so he he just took advantage of that. Yeah. And in that, when there was nobody else that could have taken that place, 
he cemented a spot in that place. So when other people came about who could have unseated him, they were unable. The only one that I would actually give merit to was I think he should have lost at WrestleMania 19 and give Booker the run. But other than that, I mean, he lost the title in increments. He lost to Goldberg for a couple months. He lost to Sean for a couple months. He lost to Kane. You got to stack up those title reigns. And in order to do that, you got to lose for a brief period of time. You know. I mean, that's how Charlotte's like a mm-hmm. champion in five years. Yeah, Did, didn't he have a run where he went like against Scott Steiner, Goldberg, and Kevin Nash? Yeah, yeah. he just just W's legacy. Yeah, and Jericho was in that run too. And then he and then he beat Sting at WrestleMania to to win the Monday Night Wars all over again. And once again, a match that he probably shouldn't have won. Isn't that the one where he came out as a Terminator? Yes. Yeah, and Arnold Schwarzenegger did his overview and all this, and didn't really make sense. And then everybody was like, "Oh, it's kind of cool, but like, why was the weird long video package with the trailer for the movie that he's not in?" Yeah. Then he got beat up by The Rock. Good show. Good show. Uh, all right. La- lastly, we didn't, we didn't get your thoughts on this, Eric. Last week you were here with the technical difficulties, uh, but you know, had no power. Gonna get out, as, as we talk about losses, but yeah, we lost Scott Hall. Um, you your thoughts? May they be brief or may they be long? On. Uh, on the passing of the bad guy. Definitely sad. Um, I, unlike many people, I was not a huge Scott Hall fan. Um, but it definitely, he definitely did have a part in changing professional wrestling as we know it. Uh, if it wasn't for him and Nash, there's no guarantee that we have written contracts in professional wrestling. So, um, if nothing else, he'll always be remembered for that. He was a good, really good in-ring performer. Um, eventually, his demons got got caught up with him, but at the end of the day, it's good that DDP gave him about 10 more years with the rest of his for his fans to, you know, essentially tell him how much they meant to him. Definitely. Now, would you agree, Scott? Oh, one of the greatest wrestlers never to win a world title. Uh, uh, sure. I don't know if he's in my top five, but sure. Who? What? What five wrestlers would you put ahead of him? Obviously, Jake Roberts. Is he in your top five? Yeah. Uh, yeah Roddy Piper's do, number one. Most people do Roddy. Yeah, Rod, Piper. Uh, yeah, I would, I would say yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Well, now that's on the top of my head. Now I'm struggling. Um, but I mean, yeah, he should have eventually won a world title. But Kurt Henning's definitely up there. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, it's a shame that they won the world title, but I guess, you know, his demons got him. Yeah. I think another guy, Owen, I think I think Owen would have won a world title had his life not been cut short. You don't think? You know, Blue Blazer wasn't going to win him a belt next month, but Give him an extra five or six years down that line, I think he could have been a main. He could have won a, been a world champion. I mean, there was talk that he was already in the process of winding it down. Oh, um, okay. so I, maybe he's definitely he definitely should have won one. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean. Um, what you would call it? Knowing what we knew about what happened with Sean, you know, in, in two thousand, you know, in the what was that year, nineteen ninety eight? Um, we have been smart to put the title on Owen, have Owen beat Sean, and have you know the WrestleMania match be Austin versus Owen, or Owen. Defense the title against, you know, against Austin. Yeah, and Austin gets some revenge on him for breaking his neck and all that kind of stuff. Have a mm-hmm. have a much different. Level. Yeah, I mean that could have been fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a good way to have it. I mean, but that's you know, you know, Sean, Sean, Sean. Yeah, Scott Hall definitely uh, did a lot of things, impact a lot of people. Um, but yeah, um, he got to be the Hall of Fame twice, you know. Uh, so Which is always fun. Yeah. I, I heard a rumor that originally the NWO was supposed to make an appearance at WrestleMania this year. Yeah, I saw that. Um. Probably too soon to put them together at this point. Uh, although I'm sure that there'll be some type of tribute paid to him at WrestleMania in some form. Um, I mean, we, we'll never forget, you know, hey, the, the latter match WrestleMania 10. Uh, probably one of the greatest Intercontinental champions of all time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Man. And like you said, and like, like you said, you know, he, you know, be one of the guys with the guaranteed contract there, you know, set standard for a lot of wrestlers in the future. So good, good, good for them. Uh, but yeah. All right, here we go. Are we ready? Night one of the most stupendous WrestleMania ever. In no particular order. The man, Becky Lynch, well, no, she's not the man anymore. Big Time Bex defends the Raw Women's Championship and the honor of her league against Bianca Belair. Uh, should be the main event, but it's not, sadly. Um, has more heat and more story and more meaning than, than just about any other match on night one. Uh, but, you know. Politics, etc. Um, hmm. Really good. Uh, you know, fully expect Bianca to get a decisive win and and have 
closed that feel good story arc. You know, she won last year WrestleMania. You know, after Becky was unable to be there, and uh, then you know Becky beats her quickly, cheats to beat her, continually avoids her and puts her down and all this. So, you know, no more running, no more hiding, you know, a, a fair fight, so to speak. And Bianca gets the big win uh, and closes that, that wonderful story arc there for the time being. Yeah, Becky gonna whoop that ass. Or get that ass whooped, I'm sorry. Um, it should be decisive. Well, so, yeah. I I disagree. However, I do I do agree with the fact that I think Bianca Belair will barely make it out alive and be your new Raw Women's oh, Champion. That's big time backs. Uh, you know, comes up slightly short. Next up, Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Lucha Logan Paul. Lucha Logan. Uh, yeah. By the way, you 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 missed it, Eric. Was it two three weeks ago? Um, I I had the Miz facing Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. Then he had the he had the Miz teaming with uh Paul Logan, um, in the match, and uh, mm. yeah, he wow. was just. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 watch the product. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Miz and Logan Paul. Because Dominic's gonna turn on Ray. You think that's it? Dominic turns on Ray or, or walks out and leaves him and uh setting up their their feud finally. Because they finally made an announcement, well, not an announcement, but they made a um, comment on Raw about how Dominic's always wanted a match, but um, or they, or Ray they thought he has to earn it. Uh, so. In reality, from my understanding, it's in real life, it's the other way around. WWE wanted to put Dominic in a mask right away, but Dominic didn't want to. Don the yeah. Mysterio while his dad was still wrestling using it. Yeah. Um, so that's the shoot way. But yeah, if they're going to make it this this jealous, angry, you know, kid mad at his dad, then that's probably the story they need to go with. Yeah. I like the story, honestly. I, I, I think it'll set up well. I don't know how well um, Dominic's going to fare on his own because I don't... Outside of his debut... And we were all like, you know, hey, he was really good for a guy that hasn't really done much. Yeah, hadn't had televised match before, and here. Yeah, and he. I mean, he hasn't really gotten much better. But maybe a heel turns what he needs. Who knows? Maybe. But I definitely haven't. Something to give him a little personality and uh, a little edge. I mean, we can't maybe. all be cults of personalities. Da, 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 da. But yeah, yeah Miz and Logan Paul. Yeah, I'm with Miz and Logan Paul too. It's time to break up the mysterious. Eventually, they're going to have to give Miz a win for doing all of this shit at WrestleMania. Hey, man, 
he defeated John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, that's and then the, he jobbed the last, Bad Bunny last year. That's the last win he gets, yeah. Yeah, it's what, the last WrestleMania. He had his WrestleMania moment, okay? That's all, You only get one. Ask the big show, okay? He's, re- I mean, he's one of the few that has ever beaten Cena at Mania, so. Listen, we're, 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 we're talking about the king of the bunny destroyer here in Bad Bunny. All right. No. Okay. No. He, he would have probably won the Royal Rumble had it not been for Brock Lesnar. No. Yeah, so the creator and inventor of the bunny destroyer. No. All right, don't disrespect. Just because you say it doesn't make it true. Tickets available for his world tour available now. Check it in Ticketmaster. Um, all right, next up. He's not cool, though. Don't don't buy tickets thinking he's gonna wrestle. Yeah, no. He's just, he's gonna kind of dance a little bit and speak some gibberish. So don't get too excited. He, he's gonna sing. He's gonna rap. And who knows? He may hip hip hop hop. Get it? Hip hip hop hop. All right. That's not the subject. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. I mean, I love Drew McIntyre, but uh, come on. Drew needs to beat him and end the Happy Corbin. Time for Corbin to move on to something else. This Happy bullshit sucks. Yeah, bring back Baron Corbin. He was good. No, no. Yeah. No, see, I, I think what you meant was Corbin. Second. Sucks. Anything Corbin sucks. I don't, Corbin, I don't care. It's happy, sad. Under the greatness of Baron Corbin, then you're Rick, playing yourself. Well, you're, you're marked, son. I mean, just his theme alone was a fucking A plus character. Yeah, no. Get get rid of him. Send him with Elias. Wherever Elias is, that's when you see him. That's uh, Seth's uh, mystery opponent. No. Elias. Because Elias apparently is, you know, buried or something, so he's going to come out with a new gimmick and he's going to beat Seth Rollins. That's what it is. There you go. See? You need it all along. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, Drew McIntyre. The Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Wood for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. They still them ones. Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, Shinsuke and Boogs are 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 dethroning the uh, Street Profits at, at the time right now. The U- the Usos, yeah, the Usos. Where are the Street Profits? Did I? I was. I'm hearing Street Profits are on Raw. Gosh, <laughs> I was blacking in and out. I guess I wasn't paying them much attention. Obviously, the, they'll they'll be talk a night too. Gosh, gotcha. talk, talk so, about so me. It's it's WWE. You know, I don't want that shit. Um, so uh, um, yeah. It's Usos yeah. versus Knock and Boogs. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Knock and Boogs aren't going to win, but I thought they were going to lose the Street Profits. They're going to lose. It was just the wrong team I was thinking of that they're going to lose to. I don't oh, see them as tag team champions, basically. No. Boogs is going to be the one to take the pin. You know, uh, 
But yeah, he's he's basically the, the lovable mascot. So I don't, you know, he doesn't, he's not, hasn't yet been positioned to be treated as an equal to most of the other wrestlers. You know, he's, yeah, he's his lovable mascot who can get in there and scrap a little bit, but he hasn't been seen as a top level competitor just yet. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. All right. The New Day, King Woods and Kofi Kingston. He got his nickname. Get his uh, last name back. Versus Seamus and Rich Collins. But at what cost? It it should be the new day decisively for killing Biggie. I. It should be the new day, but I think that they're probably trying to establish Seamus and his newsboys. Um, mm-hmm. as, Plus, know, they have blinders, a book. Peaky blinders or whatever the fuck they're trying to do. So, um, I think that I think Seamus and Holland go over. I'm with that too. I mean, they have a butch. They knew they do not have a butch. Mm. So. Their butch got butch for the win. By the way, Our positivity like, overcomes all. How do you guys like the name of the of Butch? They said it's just a nickname. Is, I'm is, good is with Butch it. Butch better than Gunther? I don't mind either one of them. I I don't. So, so they're like English Irish and stuff. I've never heard of an English Irish guy named Butch though. Okay, I don't. I that's more seemingly like a Southern. Nickname, Southern United States nickname than an England Ireland thing, from my understanding. Is Butch an Irish name? The name Butch has a history dating back as far as the Anglo Saxon types of Britain. Okay, so apparently it is, it is originate in that area. It's mm-hmm. just a bunch it's of the name. white decided to keep it going. And keep yeah. it alive. It was gotcha. a name for a person who had facial features similar to a buzzer. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. 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 That's why he's so mad all the time. We've been over this, mm-hmm. okay? Because of his acne scars, he's so mad all the time. Yeah. Although Bush probably hasn't been able to grow facial hair. To see himself growing. Seth freaking Rollins versus TBA. All right. Rumors have started. Apparently, Shane McMahon is on his way to Dallas. What do you need? What do you need to help make this this event truly great? Is Shane McMahon wrestling in a high profile match again? Here comes the money. Money, money, money. Money, money, Here money. Here comes the money. So here's some... I heard, I've heard. i heard a lot of funny fan theories, okay? That, you know, yeah, it's Cody. Sports is the big one. Um, you know, yeah, well, I just mentioned Elias. Um, and, of course, Shane McMahon. Somebody thought uh, that it should be Shane McMahon coming out not dressed to wrestle. 
and introduce Cody and give Cody here comes the money. Ew. No. I mean, maybe not even the song, but I could, I could see I could see a swerve, bro. It's 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 the angry sons, okay? Shane McMahon is still mad at the disconnect between him and his father, and you know, favoritism of trip, of his son, and, you know, of his of his son-in-law Triple H over his biological son Shane McMahon, and uh, you know, Cody's still out here trying to, you know, to make his own legacy despite you know, hey, whatever, hey, hey. as good as his dad, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I see what you did there, legacy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that's it. So, yeah, Shane Man comes out. He's the manager for Cody. Um, you know, and they use "Here Comes the Money" as their music. Because here's the thing: so that that song that Cody used in AEW, I don't know if he can carry that to another television record. I don't he know. Can. If he can. It's his song. I mean, he owns it specifically. It wasn't like licensed to all elite. No, Downstate. Downstate wrote it specifically for him. Okay. He was using it in Ring of Honor and all that too. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He was using it before all these started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Nobody's ever been accused Cody of being able to carry anything. So, but that man single-handedly ended racism. And he care. And he and he paid for his sins with that ugly ass tattoo on his neck. Okay. And he let's not forget that he has to deal with Brandy Rhodes every single fucking day of his life. That too. That man is uh, a saint. Yeah. And and he's coming to save us all, whether we whether we deserve it or not. He's still the fourth most uh, what do you call it? A talented Rhodes member. Fifth, if you count uh, Brandy. Who who would Dustin Dusty? Who's the other? He's saying the dog. Pharaoh. Oh. Bro, the lights were pictures of Pharaoh. You know, they get pretty long. Get it, Mendoz. I mean, dog is over like Rover. Because dog. Ah. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. You're hilarious. I, I, yeah, Cody Rhodes for the win, TBA for the win. TBA usually never loses. So, yeah, that, that's who we're going with. All right, next up, uh, so you guys said, uh, oh, who did you have, Danny? The the Cody Civil Rights Rhodes making his debut alongside Shane McMahon and just defeating uh, that Roly Poly kid, whatever his name is, Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, the Roly kid. Yeah, I, I don't understand the the connection. Rolls in his name. That's the joke. See. I was it was just getting rid of you know I was pretending I didn't know who he was because he's some kind of no name jobber compared to Cody Rhodes. Get it? 
funny. Sure. You're just mad because you like Seth Rollins and you don't like him being insulted. No, I, I didn't get it when, you, when it started, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, it, it was maybe your main event for the evening. Well, this is your main event for the evening. I forgot. Uh, we got one more thing. Uh, but the last match of the evening, Charlotte Flair defends the SmackDown Women's Championship versus Ronda Rousey. And I am going to start here winning because I want Wanda to team up with Shayna and Wreck or the women's tag team division. She can't do that as women's champion? No. Bailey did. Yeah, but Ronda ain't no Bailey. You're right. She's legitimate. Um, I'm going to the bathroom during that match. If pressed to pick, I'll pick Ronda, but I really can give two flying shit. I mean, yeah, of course you have to pick. Kind of the rule. I'm going to go into the bathroom and take my butt. I really hope that um, Bailey redebuts, beats them both, and wins the title and calls it a day. It would be cool to see Bailey return. But they might save it for Raw. Who knows? But she's SmackDown. Still, everybody comes back on Raw. So I still Raw after WrestleMania. I, of course, I, I announced as your main event for the evening, the most stupendous Kevin Owens show in the biggest stage of them all, featuring none other than Stone Cold Austin. What a way to cap off the biggest wrestling event of the year, night one. With two guys sitting in the ring talking. Look, I'm just glad that we can finally get the master of the stunner back so that, you know, maybe that scrub will stop using the fucking stunner and that Stone Cold will just stop. Because we all know Kevin Owens is the master of the stunner. Nobody cares about the ringmaster. Nobody cares about stunning Steve. It's all about Kevin. Oh, I got Steve Mania. I'm Steve Mania. <laughs> hey, I love stunning Steve Austin, right? Somebody has to. Still one of my favorite matches ever. Clash of Champions, 19. 19- 94. Of course it was, because it was 1994. Ricky's dragon steamboat. Every fucking minute of it, in all of its horrific glory. Fucking Hulk Hogan versus a broomstick in 94 would have been on your top five. Made us watch half of that. God, fucking 1994. We still have plenty of 1994 to watch, so. I'm going to be sick those weeks. 
Bro- Brother Brutai versus Hulk Hogan in your main event. <gasps> okay. Hmm. Yeah. Hot mm. damn. I know you're salivating. Like I said, I'm going to be sick this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so Stone starters everywhere. Beer drinking all over the, the ring. Uh, of course, uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager available now. So do we uh, think this devolves into a match? I mean, that it'll be pretty darn cool if it does. Um, you know, I, I have not seen Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestle in a match in, in, in you know, since the 90s. There's 90s. rumors that he's been training, so... He has been. I think, I think, you know, I think it'd be interesting if it does turn into a match. I think, I mean, I'll bet a short match. I think, yeah, I think, I think based on what Austin's been running, he's been talking about, the way that he's been looking forward to this just as a way to finally go out on his turn, have that closure that he feels like he never had, I think they will appease him and give him, you know, and make it a, a brief match. Well, I could have ended his career on his terms if he wouldn't have took his ball and went home in Columbus, Georgia. So I would have uh, – I, I don't think it evolves into official match. If it's just Kevin and and Steve, I think we just get a brawl, you know, and then Steve hits his big spots, hits a stunner, and then parties. If it comes to a match, I think it devolves into a tag match. I think somebody, a duo of somebodies, come out. And then Kevin Owens and Steve Austin decide to team together. You know, Kevin Owens goes in there and takes most of the heat. Hot tag to Steve. Steve hits his big spots. You know, they hit stereo stunners. They party and and, and beer bash together. But that doesn't make sense. Yeah, they're 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 brothers because they're people that nobody wanted to wait, made themselves. Wait. It might make sense. Well, no, no. I, I think, I think James something. I think it might be, it might make sense if you paired Austin and Owens against the McMahon. I mean, Austin and Vince have feuded. Kevin and Shane have feuded. But, but Kevin's a heel. We're not turning face at WrestleMania. Why not? Why not? You're, you're basically it casting the tour. It worked for Steve Austin before, right? No, it's, he turned heel with heat behind it. It's not. No, this doesn't. No. no. Turned heel. Austin turned face is the thing. See, that was the double switch at Mania. But it wasn't because he aligned himself with his man. Oh, you're talking about with Brett. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That was a double turn where Austin turned from heel to face at WrestleMania. I thought you were talking about when he aligned himself with his man. No, no, no. That was the actual good one. Good shit. Uh, when you were still in, in uh, a toddler? 
Yeah, no. There's no. They're either gonna fight or it's gonna be a talk show. They're not. They're not gonna suddenly become friends. Why not? Because that doesn't make sense. People together. It's pro wrestling. What makes sense? They're half naked in their underpants, hitting each other. Okay. What makes sense about it? The clearly defined heel versus face is what I put you in and push you gently with your arm. You run and hit something and turn around and come back to me, waiting for me to hit you. What makes sense about that? The heel versus face dynamic. Half of the last uh, the last few months, they've had heel versus heel and heel versus heel and face versus face. Masses. But we're not just going to randomly turn one of our top heels face for a pop at WrestleMania that ends that night. And rub and give him and move him into a top program. Why not? Like he was against Roman and got stomped every night. Well, now with Steve Austin's blessing, maybe he comes out stronger this time. On. Anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. You said it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very unlikely to happen, but I guess it could. Mm-hmm. All right. WrestleMania Sunday. Night two of the most competitive WrestleMania of all time. We got Queen Zelina and Carmella defending the women's tag team titles against... Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Nothing says WrestleMania excitement like Carmella and Zelina. Um, I probably going to be Sasha and Naomi win because for whatever reason they don't want to give Naomi a big rub on her own. They have to have to let somebody else do it with her. So that's how Naomi, Naomi wins a, a championship once again. Let's hope so. Yeah, I'm with that. I like live for brutality, but I feel like Sasha or Team Bad would make more sense. Yeah. Yeah, Team Bad for the win. I just right. really like the team name Live for Brutality. Johnny Knoxville versus. Sammy's Zane. I mean, uh, it's going to be Knoxville, but it should be Sammy. Johnny Knoxville gives Sammy Zane the one-winged angel in uh, golf. Jesus fucking Christ. Not yeah. the one-winged angel. I, I don't think so. One-winged angel, okay? Not the fucking one-winged angel. Did he learn that from his friend Kenny Omega? He learned it from Steve-O, who taught it to Kenny Omega. <laughs> I now want this to happen. <laughs> if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be very disappointed, Danger, just so you're aware. <laughs> My expectations are tempered. Steve-O teaches him the one-winged angel in the middle of the match. Yep. As they're all just beating up on Sammy Zane. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm here for that. Let's do that. That's some stupid shit I could actually see happening. Oh, yeah. 
right. Or Sammy. Hey, hey man. He got a new contract. He's making he's making feel like something that you need to pay attention to. I know. With he's whole, very well. The whole phone number going out and like them doing shit at the movie premiere and all the Sammy's the one putting in all the fucking work to make mm-hmm. it something you actually want to pay attention to rather than just another quote unquote throwaway celebrity match. Because Sammy's that dude. That's what I'm saying. Sammy's Sammy's the guy who goes above and beyond to make whatever whatever work. He'll turn chicken shit into chicken salad. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's Johnny Knoxville. Go, Sammy, go. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. It should be Pat McAfee. It definitely but it's going to be. You know, Vince McMahon's new, uh, new protege is illegitimate son, uh, Shane McMahon, or uh, Austin Theory. Is this where Shane comes out and is like, my daddy loved you more than he ever loved me. Hey, no, that's when Swaggle comes out and says, I thought that was your favorite son, Dan. And then Stephanie comes out, and then Triple H comes out, and then Linda comes out. Yeah, in, in, a, in, a, in a wheelchair, still comatose. <laughs> and then Hornswoggle comes out. Yep. Just for kicks. We already said he was coming out. Were you not listening? He was the first one. Oh, yeah. see, I missed that one. That was the most important one. And then we have a McMahon in every corner. And then Austin shows up and shows them all again. And Linda does the worst sell of a stunner that we've seen since the last time she did. Jesus, yeah. Putting an end to her political career forever. Yeah. For the love of the game. For the love of the game. It, it wouldn't be WrestleMania without the McMahons. All right. Uh, RK Boros defends the World Tag Team Championship against the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. I think you need to go back to the Street Profits, man. Shush! The Alpha Academy, man. I'm going with RK, bro. Of course, Shush. Chad Gable and Otis are the best tag team on Monday Night Raw, except for the Street Profits, because I love them so much. But I want Alpha Academy to win. I thank you. Really putting over Otis that heavy? Bro. Oh, their dynamics heavy. really good together. He's still doing the caterpillar? No. Is there a tag team finisher or whatever? No. no, they do like. He's not funny fat guy anymore. No, he's serious fat guy. He doesn't dance. He just beats the shit out of people. Oh. Who thought that that would have ever been a winning a winning thing in the WWE? Huh? Right. Just set guy just goes out there and beats people up. He doesn't have to be a jackass to dance or you know anything like that to get over. Fuck me. I know. Yeah, the jackass is going to be a WrestleMania. All right. Edge versus AJ Styles. AJ Styles need to, needs to do the do the uh, Styles Clash and Edge forget how to take a move and, and put it on the chef to go. Wow. 
So just another Tuesday. Just another Tuesday night, yeah. Somebody tucks their chin instead of throwing their head back, and just another Tuesday for AJ Styles, bro. I'm going with AJ Styles here. He needs to go. I'm disappointed that you want Edge's career to end, or life to end, for that matter. Nah, it didn't end Roddy's life, okay? Roddy didn't even miss that much time, okay? I was there live when it happened to Roddy. Yeah, but Edge has already had next season. Yeah, yeah, so it'll it'll snap it back into place, and he'll be good as new. He just won't <laughs> rest that. I've never really been an Edge fan as a singles wrestler, as a top guy. Um, wow. Yeah, never really have. I have his, you know, his decade of decadence DVD because there's some good matches on there, but he's never been one of my favorites. Um, I feel he just eats up too much TV time talking in the ring and shit, you know, um, and then his matches are, you know, I mean, they're, they're the B-minus. matches of all time? No, absolutely not. Uh, they're B minus B on average, you know, and then everyone, you know, when he gets a really good opponent and he's in the right groove, he can do some really good stuff. But he's never really been one of my favorites. Um, you know, I wasn't really watching when when the rated R superstar oh, came to his time. You know, rated RKO and, and all that shit. Um, I never really enjoyed it that much. So, you know, I, yeah, I don't really I don't really wish permanent injury to the man, but. I think his time has passed. AJ Styles needs a big definitive win at WrestleMania to cement his own legacy. Uh, as AJ Styles is one of the greatest professional wrestlers um, of this generation, and I, you know, he, people are always going to contest it unless he has a big WrestleMania win. Um, yeah. You know, over a multi-time world champion in WWE. That's what it's going to take for people to finally put the proper respect on the name of AJ Styles. Um, so I think he, he needs that win. Yeah. Yes, it's 40-something-year-old Edge is not his, it's not his time anymore, but 40-year-old AJ is definitely his time. I didn't, say it was, I didn't say it was like time to put the young kid over. I just I know, think that... That's with you. Um, I'm just mad because you like Edge. I like AJ too. I told you this is the match I'm the most hyped about. I know you are, and it's, it's no, it's gonna. I, I expect it to be really good. I really do. But it's probably gonna steal yeah. WrestleMania, honestly. Um, I mean, this, this match has it all written in it, though. Yeah, it, it absolutely has the possibility. It really does. Yeah, because both of them are very, very well versed at their craft, and they've been wanting this and training like for this match specifically. Yeah, um, both literally going to give everything they have and more to each other to make this the best possible match that they can have. Yeah. Um. And and also AJ has the career defining mania moment. He uh, got punched in the dick by Shinsuke. And then he and Omis won the match when Omis just came in and did like one move after AJ got his ass whooped by. Uh, I know, right. The you match Shinsuke should have fucking won. Yeah, you would think of getting hit in the dick all these years that AJ Styles would finally start wearing a cup. I know, right? Well, and surprisingly, he has as many kids as he does, despite being hit in the dick as many times as he has in his career. I know. Um, with all that being said, I'm still picking it, uh, AJ to win. You, you got to give credit where credit is due with the Southern boys. 
They're always the farmer packing. strength. Because ain't nobody man enough to feel the pain. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see here. Next up, Bobby Lashley. Let's Bobby Lashley versus Owens. Lashley. That's what yeah, I'm thinking man. about. What do you put the big man over? Yeah, they, this is this is all about making Owens the next big big thing. Man. And unfortunately, at the at the loss of Bobby Lashley, because Bob, Bobby Lashley, say. you know, been a main eventer for many years, but it's essentially they're going to feed Lashley to to Omos, and and Lashley's going to work his ass off to try to make green as shit, you know, Omos look like a million fucking bucks because that's oh, that's yeah. the whole point of this match to make Omos Lashley happy to do it. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's Lashley kind of- finally getting some flowers in WWE. Lashley working his ass off around the greenish lumberjack, um, you know, uh, to, to to try and make him uh, a top level star. Yeah. All right, and it was, should be your main event of the evening. Winner takes all. Unification match, WWE Championship on the line, WWE Universal Championship on the line. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. I mean, is this really even a question? I mean, Roman Reigns. It's always been. What? Nah. Brock Lesnar. By a mile. Roman Reigns by a mile. Nah. Come on, Brock Lesnar, like, showed Randy Orton in a minute and a half in the main event, okay? Roman's nothing to him. I know, and he wishes that he was half the person that Roman Reigns is, but unfortunately, he's still Randy Orton. Yeah, well, it's going to be a great match, though. I mean, I, I think as far as the two powerhouses, the heavyweights... Uh, I mean, listen, Brock has done a fantastic job, I think, on his side to carry, uh, you know, the microphone without Paul Freeman. Uh, he's, a, I mean, he, I don't know if you guys watched this Monday, but he was encouraging the employee, the employees, the uh, fans to play along and do the watch hands every time he said something. Yeah, because he was getting flustered. No, I, I well, I'm not, I'm you can tell it on his face. Flustered. I feel like he, you know, they were heckling him and into it rather than playing against it because he's a good guy. So he's got to still try to he's still trying to win the fans yeah. over. Rather than the Boston right. shit. It was written all like legitimately all over his face. He was so like flustered with the what, and then he started playing along with it, and the crowd ate it up. Yeah, it was fun. I thought it was entertaining. Even, even it was. It was Brock, Brock, I mean, I appreciate this out of Brock. Cowboy Brock is very funny. Steve Austin has whooped his ass. Yeah, he said that's fair. He whooped everybody's ass, but not his. Steve Austin left that some bitch lying in the middle of the ring on WrestleMania and poured beer in his face. That's yeah. true. WrestleMania 20. On the WWE cop. Did literally get booed out of the fucking building. 
you sold out chance for both of them. Yep, because they nah, the, nah, nah. the earth, you know, the, the IWC was strong on that night because they knew that both guys were done after that night and they didn't give a shit about who won. <laughs> both leaving. Now they like they just give Austin and Mikey Ward say like send them both out out of here. Send them out of the WWE. That was the only thing the fans cheered for that entire match. Steve Austin beating both their asses. Yep. So that is it. The most stupendous WrestleMania of all time. Live from AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Irvine, California. Available on the network in the United States. Uh, if you are in the UK or anywhere else outside the US, uh, you can go to the early network. If you're in Canada, eh? Um, yeah, I, I think still Rogers has the, the stuff, but if not, WWE Network, give it a try. Uh, happens this Sunday, uh, Saturday and Sunday. I think start time 7 p.m. Eastern. Um. Yeah. So, the most stupendous WrestleMania of all times, guys. Are you ready? I'm excited. Ready as I'll ever be. Now, I, I will say this all enough. In all of the WrestleManias I have actually attended, this is the first WrestleMania I am going without Eric. It's fair. So, you know. So don't call Eric when you need a when you need a ride. You're drunk and don't know where you are in the middle of the night. No, that, that's why I have uh, the president of our unofficial non-existent fan club, uh, Corey Tatum's coming with me. So I'll never forget that night. I just laid down in bed. I'm on the corner first. What? I'm in the corner of somewhere, somewhere, and I gotta pee. It was essentially, I'm downtown, find me. Yeah. I was like, son of a bitch, I just laid down. I'm in the corner. Please come and get me before somebody propositions to me. (sighs) So I can figure my fucking way out around that damn city. Yeah. Point. You have the you know, streets are closed. That's the point, man. They don't want you to leave. They get you trapped in there and they bleed you. Dry. And you I loved it, but I was ready to get the fuck out of New Orleans, honestly. Like I could have I could have dealt with Tampa for a little bit longer, but I was ready to do something out. Yeah, I like Tampa though. I've, I've spent time in Tampa. Tampa was fun. They were all fun, except when we yeah. and Eddie showed up at the wrong hotel to do uh, WrestleCade or WrestleCon. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. And then that some bitch wasn't there. Yeah, he no shit. <laughs> I talked you guys and go into that. So you could get something from me, and the some bitch that I wanted you to go see wasn't even there. Up to up to that morning, I believe he was still unsure if he was going to go, depending on what time they woke up. And yep, yeah. And they ultimately they decided to go. They, they wanted to do something for me, and then oh yeah, while we're here, there's a couple things we wanted to do. You're right. 
And then, the, but the main reason they went was to get an item signed for me, and the sub bitch wasn't even there, despite being advertised. But you know, and Eddie he, he wanted to meet uh, Cardona, so I had to talk him into that. Yeah, that some bitch is cut front of an indie show the night before, and I guess he pouted and didn't want to do anything the next day. Mm-hmm. Well, he's no longer in the fed, so you may find him. Yeah, yeah. That, told, that's my hope. Mika, Mika, uh, I told Mika because she wanted me to go with her, and I told her that she has to uh, find Zack Ryder on the street at five o'clock in the morning and scream at him again. Yeah, or it's that, not that really WrestleMania. Cold. That's that yeah, yeah. Well, M- Mika will be there tomorrow. Um, when are you leaving, so, Patrick? Uh, Friday morning. Oh, so you're not going for SmackDown or any of that fun stuff? No. Oh, no, you said you're doing Ring of Honor. Yeah, I'm doing the Ring of Honor thing. Um, and Although, depending on timing and whatnot, that, that For the Culture might be something I may stop by and check out. I don't know. Yeah, that looks like a good show. Yeah, man. They've, uh, they've been putting together some really good stuff. A lot of intriguing matchups. Thank you promotions versus the Hitmakers. Uh, the only the only disadvantage to going in person is you will not be able to hear live the commentary team of Shugdi and AC Mack. I know. That is worth the price of the stream. Damn, yeah, you I might mean, have I'm, just legitimately I'm, sold me on Fight TV. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I think about it. I mean, just do that. I mean, like, I, I arrive, I would get some lunch, and then go relax at the hotel for a couple of hours before going. Watch, and, uh, watch on the stream. Yeah. 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 Well, unfortunately, I will not be there, but maybe I'll see you for SummerSlam. Yeah. SummerSlam will be in Nashville, Tennessee. In, uh... Uh, Saturday, July the SummerSlam. I get it. Yeah. I, I, you said you couldn't take time off. I would have gladly went to go see Cardona. I'm messing with you. I know. I know. I know. Well, you know, we, we it also, also know doesn't that. hurt that I've been trying to move locations for six and a half weeks. Yeah, Danny. Danny would only uh, Danny's only willing to, to do the miles for uh, uh, WrestleCade, so not true. I do what it shows. I was gonna say we did Crockett Cut two years ago, or three years ago. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, Wrestle WrestleCade's my only big overnight show. That's my that's my one my one big crazy over multi day thing a year. Mm-hmm. I miss WrestleCade. That was so much fun this year. Well, yeah, it'll be even funner this year. The Briscoes are going to be in town. I don't know. Cause, I mean, they've they've announced what, like fifteen to twenty people, and I've yeah. finally gotten one that I'm interested in. Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant. Yeah, he was just announced but, but, today. I'd be a big oh, fan. Exactly. Who we, gives we're, a shit about the Briscoes? We're talking about the experience there. It's not, it's not necessarily the matches. Uh, I think thing about the matches is the meet and greet. And the hot ticket place. If there's nobody yeah. to meet, 
just you know, don't pre-buy. Uh, you know, tickets to meet the uh, inspiration. Really uh, glad I didn't do that. Really glad I didn't do that. That was that was. But I'm, I'm glad I got them. Uh, at WrestleMania weekend in uh, New Orleans. I'll meet them at three tonight. Hopefully, they'll be in better moods. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's. I don't COVID, think they knew what to expect. COVID's not a thing anymore. So. Anywhere else in the universe except right there, surrounded by a bunch of wrestling fans, which is, yeah. which to me is terrible. I, I just feel like they thought it was going to be something like Access. Yeah. And it wasn't. <laughs> a, little, a little more organized and all that, where WrestleCade's kind of a, a, a little bit more. WrestleCade, they just throw you in a room and say, fuck it, have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I mean, anything that I've ever seen about them in Access, they've looked. They've looked like they've had a great time, but yeah, but yeah, they literally looked like they would have rather been anywhere. Yeah, well, I still love them up to get paid. And I, judging by their line, they got paid. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, I hope everyone gets paid uh, in, in one form of another as we celebrate the most stupendous WrestleMania ever. This Saturday and Sunday, uh, and don't forget to check out the Raw after WrestleMania on the USA Network the day before, later. Beer is coming, and we will be back for a third week in a row. Say, uh, we will recap WrestleMania 38, the most stupendous two nights. In pro wrestling and much more. Uh, make sure you follow us on all uh, places that podcast can be followed. Download iTunes, Twitter, Podbean, Amazon Music, Verb, Spotify, and the like. Check us out on the Twitter machine at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny Danger. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. Mika's on Twitter and also probably getting ready to be on her way to uh, WrestleCade, WrestleMania in Dallas at Mika Villas. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. If you happen to see me at a show, say hi. Uh, yeah, I'll be the guy most likely wearing something yellow. Um, and He's very to, yeah. You gotta look down, not up. Yeah, cannot can, can cannot wait uh, for a great night. So make sure you follow every everything we're doing. We'll see you back next Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern. Until then. Okay. What? <laughs> what? I said that in a business meeting once, and my boss just glared at me. Ah, oh. uh, that's beautiful. Well, yeah, and hopefully Danny will actually get some headphones that work on his phone. So it doesn't nope. sound like we're talking to each other three times. Nope. I think All it's right. the principle now. Yep. See you guys next Tuesday. Until next time, keep watching wrestling.